Would you watch it? I'd watch it. You're listening to Donkey Note. Hi, my name is... Hi, my name... Hi. 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 I'm Dory. My name's Dory. This is DocuNope. Thank you for listening. Hi. (laughs) This is a podcast about uh, really fun educational documentaries that you know you watch. You don't want to admit it, but you do it. Christina and I do it. Yeah. The lovely voice you heard was Christina Anon. (laughs) Hello. Christina Anon. Uh, you, we are special interest documentarian fans yes. because we are special. I thought you were going to say we're special friends, and I was ready to agree <laughs> we, with you. That's not it's false. Like, yeah. We yeah, are yeah. also very special <laughs> friends. Sounds special. It's so fucking special. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, if this is your first time listening, thank you. If this is your second time, thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, someone's here for the first time. Thank you. He's... <laughs> Wow, he started a drum roll for himself. No, I was on board with it. You gotta do it. it. You gotta do it. I was really on board for it. Um, He's a musician. He's a DJ. He's a comedian. He wears glasses. Um, (laughs) I wear hats, and sometimes I take the hat off. Oh, Oh, my God. Two looks. Two looks. Two looks. Versatile. (laughs) Two looks, indeed. He is the co-host of Shouting at the Screen, monthly at Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn. He is the co-host of his rap group. If that's what you, yeah, I ho- we host albums. I host <laughs> sure, albums. Sure. I host Spotify albums. You are an MC, and that is a double entendre because you can also MC and avenge. Wow. <laughs> Shaboing boing. Oh, bang 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 to you, sir. <laughs> I wish people just talked in noises. Shaboing boing. Well, well, bazinga. Well, zoinks. Oh, well, flutely do to you, too. Flatternoogan. Flatternoogan. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, sea Town by way of Brooklyn. It is Don What's up, everybody? My friend. If I brought you here. Settle in. Go check out the back episodes. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for that plug. Thanks tip. for plugging us on yeah. us. You know. No one's done that's that. That's my new Mr. podcast. Mr. Two Looks plugged us. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's it's a secret alter ego, Mr. Two Looks. Two Looks. Yeah, that's like your like fancy black tie. Three. If I take the glasses <gasps> off, it's... Whoa. Three Looks. Oh, my God. It's like not another teen movie. You're like pretty now. I can take you to the prom. <laughs> oh, my God. She has ponytails and overalls. I, I took... I just... If you can't see it, but I took my hat off and hair fell out. And a prom dress Flowing just magically formed over me. And your titties are like voluptuous. Really voluptuous. Like, yes. Oh, okay. Well, on that note, speaking of titties, um, <laughs> speaking there, of there titties. were some titties in the documentary Definitely not. that we watched this week. There were some. There was a very special moment that I want to talk Wait, about later really? on. Yes. Um, the documentary in question is. The Brothers Warner. That also was known terrible. as. That was not. <laughs> also known <laughs> as. The Brothers Warner. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Um, the brothers won't. Why is where's my German? Where's the German? No, nope. no. Nope. The brothers. No, nope. definitely Wrong. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Although I'll argue later that this documentary should have a different title. Yes, I would agree. But for that now, title's wildly misleading. <laughs> for now, it's the Brothers Warner. It is about the Warner Brothers. Kind of. Kind Who'da of. Thunk? Who'da thunk? Who'da thunk? Yeah, surprise. Um, we watched it on Amazon Primo. Uh, it was released in 2008, 10 years ago. Yeah, it's, that uh, showed. <laughs> it's about an hour and a half long, and it was a time. 
was definitely a time. There's an optimism to it that could only be 2008. Yes. There is a... <laughs> you know, where you're like, you know what? There's bigger things to tackle than the I Warner mean, Brothers right now. It's a very special kind of optimism, but before we go any further, we need to... Oh, yeah, disclaimer. We need to have a little disclaimer. Our friend Don Will... Um, they address the cow in the room. <laughs> yeah, moo! <laughs> Not the elephant in the room. The cow in the room. That's right. Fun fact, my, my niece used to oh, call sorry. me Uncle Cow. Wow, oh, so you're so like the original cool. Moo. Because she would say uncow instead of uncle. Oh, that's became uncle cow. That's goddamn that's precious. That's fucking adorable. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, our See, friend... I'm, I'm like, I'm like... A, you're trying I'm, to uh, build people up. We're about to break their hearts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Appealing to your sentiments. So, <laughs> this this guy, Don Will, he's, he's guy. running around. He's got his eyes closed because he's got so many things to do. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And then he gets in a horrifying lawnmower accident that puts him in a coma and then he has I have one foot it's, in, it's not insomnia what is that called Anas, when anesthesia you, anas, no 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 nope. when you can't remember things amnesia, amnesia. <laughs> I was like what are I you trying you, to say I think she might actually have it <laughs> <laughs> I do I have I have a, a early onset of mm, Alzheimer's yeah. is what mm-hmm. I like to call it so the thing is is Don Will has a little a touch of the amnesia and a he, touch of the niche. he forgot the niche. he forgot the everything about this documentary. Some might say he never even watched yes, it. Yes, it's possible. It, it could be. You know how goldfish swim around the tank and like they don't remember the thing that they that they did a second ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where am I? Who knows? I don't know. Who are you guys? No one knows. You're pretty big for a goldfish. You haven't died yet. You know, uh, life bro, is crazy. What's, what's a goldfish? <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he has not watched this. Documentary. I, I did not watch. He did not. Watch I did not watch the documentary. In, in my in my defense, in my defense, uh-huh. I do have eyes. Sure, and two feet. In two feet. However, my eyes did not watch the documentary. Wait, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there we go. It was like a, a crossing of trains at, at in the night. It was. It was. It was definitely two ships in the night. Yeah. That had no idea they were on the sea. It's together. ships, isn't it? I don't know why I brought trains. Two trains on their tracks. Because yep. the, the trains going. Because yep. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> Bagel. You guys. Oh, water. God. Oh, God. You guys. Mets and Yankees. My accent worked. Wow. Because of this podcast. It's getting worse. It's going to just. It's, it's, <laughs> honestly, it's getting worse. <laughs> to the moon. Right, so this is going to be a fun experiment. This is going to be a fun experiment where our guest has not seen the documentary, but we have, so we're just going to roll we're on just, We're through. honestly going to try to teach him something. Yeah. Yeah. Bestow the information upon you. There's Seriously. very little information to bestow. Impart the knowledge the and wisdom of the Brothers like, Warner. Here's the thing you got to know, first and first mostly, about the Brothers Warner documentary, is that it it's was... It's not about the Brothers Warner? No. It was made by the granddaughter of Harry Warner, who was the eldest Warner brother. So it was a very personal, mm-hmm. some might say selfish documentary mm, because yes. you could tell she was just sort of making it for her family, which I'm not knocking. I'm not But there was a point of view. There so was a very definitive point. Did it feel like a PowerPoint slideshow you would show at your like grandfather's birthday to honor? No, his it life? was well made. Okay. Honestly, it was very well made. It did made. show her birthday though. It did. It had a lot of like family documents that hadn't been seen before, I would mm-hmm. assume. That like private family films and like family photo albums. So Correct. there was a lot of like vintage, really great material. Mm-hmm. But it was certainly 
right. skewed. And when you're mm. the relative of a movie executive, especially one that was like one of the big five when nobody else is really doing the movie studio thing, like he was filming everything, even his granddaughter's ex birthday. Yes, so yes. you really got to have like a nice wow. little time capsule of that stuff. But they, you know, she. So it was t- like boyhood. <laughs> there was more story. It was a biographical. Honestly, I, I should just come out and say it. The story was really about Harry Warner. Yeah, it was because that's that's her grandfather, which is okay. fair enough. But the brothers Warner is misleading. The other three were not the focus. So what happened to the other three? They just didn't. Well, they touched on them lightly, but yeah. it's really about Harry. For those of you who don't know, Don. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the brothers were in order. Wait, I don't know if this is in order. I don't know. Wait, I remember the order. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I'm gonna quiz you. What's the order? Okay. Who's the the oldest? It's Harry. Okay. Who's the second oldest? Albert the giant. Ah. I I know the third. Oh. Who's the third? Grumpy. Oh. (laughs) Sleepy, horny, sneezy. No. It's Harry, Albert, Sam, and then Jack. Yes. And the only reason I know is because I already knew it. I did not remember a name. <laughs> Christina has an issue. I can never remember names. Remembering so names. I can't either. I had a podcast so called bad. Band with Names for a while. Shit, really? Yeah. I did. I would have been great at that. I heard but I already name. knew a lot about the Warner Brothers, so. Well, here's the thing. So, there, the whole dynamic of the brothers really impacted the success of the studio at the end of the day like harry was like the leading guy he was helming the ship and he was like if if there was a poster boy for a mensch he would be it you know what a mensch is vaguely i know that they have a documentary called super mensch yes it's like a good fucking dude okay okay like somebody who's just selfless thinks of others just like a stand-up person yeah yeah although uh, he did discriminate against his daughter-in-law who was catholic it's you know or not, sister-in-law perfect men menches <laughs> menches does not uh it imply perfection. It just implies a desire and a drive to make others' lives better. He was very socially conscious, but he also refused to speak to his sister-in-law because she was Catholic. That's wait, wait, was this the second wife of Jack Warner? Sam's wife. Which oh. which one of the guys left the, left the Warner Brothers? Okay, so here's what's happening. I'm going to give it to you in a nutshell. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, here's the summary. I'm not, I've read to, Wikipedia. But to answer your question, none of them none left. Of them. Okay. Left is... Died would be a better word. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, left yeah. this earth? Yes. Technically, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So, Harry was the head of the studio and really started it. Albert, I think, was distribution, is that right? And Sam was, like, technology in film, and Jack is the creative producer. So, like, they give a lot of credit to Harry, but Jack gets a shitload of credit, too. Well, because Jack demanded he gets the credit. Wait. Okay. So and this documentary was skewed in Harry's favor. Yeah. Well, but, Harry was the best one objectively. Like objectively. But what happened in a nutshell is Sam died first really quickly in like a freak accident. He like got like a cerebral hemorrhage and like died over the weekend and like it was so Well, violent. some people think that the movie The Jazz Singer killed him because <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the movie The Jazz Singer? No, no, no. Okay, let's not I get know Whiplash. No, we're gonna... I know the movie Whiplash. That's not something. No, we're going to talk about Jazz Singer. Jazz drummer. It's a very different thing. Okay. So it's Sam different. dies really fast and I have no fucking idea what happens to Albert because they never talk about it. Yeah. And so basically it's Harry and Jack, the oldest <laughs> and the youngest. Seriously. It's Harry and Jack, the oldest and the youngest, and they don't get along and they fucking hate each other. And eventually, I don't know if you watch the show Succession, but 
they took a page out of the Warner book because they used this plot Ooh. in their show. Uh, Jack got another company to make a bid for Warner Brothers. Yeah, he has Sergei Semenenko. And Say that again? Sergei Semenenko. This company bought all the shares of Warner Brothers. Jack convinced all his brothers to sell. And then when they sold, they found out Jack was secretly behind the company and now owned all the yeah. shares. He bought 90% oh, of the company From out back. from under his brothers. Yeah, and Jack it, is hard-bodied. And they never That's spoke like again. That's cold-blooded. They never spoke again. Yeah. I wouldn't speak to him either. Until they both died. Like, That's so, like when Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog. Right? Right. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. But, like, so if, if Harry was the mensch or the super mensch, Jack was the poster for a schmuck. Although, like I'm sure it's more complicated than that, you know? No, no, no. But I like, thought he had a reputation. Schmuck feels like more of like a, a idiot. I didn't know Schmuck was like a, he, a diabolical. He was an idiot. That, is that seems diabolical, though. He was, Schmucks like, are diabolical. He loved the okay. limelight. He just wanted all the credit, all the spotlight. He was a womanizer. You know, he was like one of those fucking Hollywood old school douche bros. He literally, like, this part of the documentary where they randomly all of a sudden decided to, like, get an animator to animate it. I don't know That why. was... <laughs> Unconscionable. I wrote it down. It was out of nowhere. The animation was so shitty, and all of a sudden, like, why are we watching? It was so awful. What is happening? Yes, I could not agree with you. I wrote down cartoon reenactment. No, like, no, like one thousand percent. What were you thinking? How long was the cartoon reenactment? Only like two minutes. Yeah, it was enough that I had a visceral reaction because it was so (laughs) jarring. And it was the only the only instance of it happening. It didn't come back. Two minutes of cartoon right in the middle. Yes. Why would they? I don't know. Do that. I don't know. Like, they didn't have an image of Jack meeting Albert Einstein because that's what they talked about was Jack Warner meeting Albert Einstein and him making a joke that was like, hey, I have a theory of relativity too. Don't hire him. (laughs) That's kind of a good joke. (laughs) You liked it. Because he has a brother named Albert. (laughs) But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. He also made a joke to like some very important Chinese woman from Shanghai and said, "No ticky, no laundry." Oh, no. So no. you know there was. He's uh, a guy with bad jokes, basically. Well, yeah. wait till we tell you about the jazz singer. Ooh, <laughs> jazz singer. Do you know who Al Jolston is? No. So I don't. Know. I don't know anything. I don't. I don't know. That's surprising to me because shouting at the screen is all about black exploitation. Wait a minute. I oh, think I do know who Al Jolson is. Mm-hmm. He was like oh, the yeah. purveyor of blackface. That's what yeah. he was known for. Yeah. They remade yeah. The Jazz Singer in the late <laughs> 70s with Neil Diamond. <laughs> yep. And I had to watch this movie to go see How Did This Get Made, another podcast. Shout out to How Did This Get Made. We are totally biting their, their style right now. But I watched this movie, The Jazz Singer, and it is, I mean, in the first five minutes, Neil Diamond is in blackface. Yep. It is Unfucking believable. It's like 1978, yeah. and he is just singing away, passing himself off as literally a. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening? What?" So, well, so the thing about Warner Brothers, right? They were the ones Jesus that. Jesus <laughs> Fucking. My mind is, yeah, I know. I know. Strap in. Chew on um, that. They don't say this in the documentary. Dory and I just happen to know about the jazz singer already. Yep. And if I didn't, I would have just let that data fly on by. Yeah. But here's the thing about the jazz singer, which I didn't know. The jazz singer is considered widely among many experts to be the first talkie movie. Yeah, it's the, the first Warner talking Brothers, film. They are the ones that ushered in the era of talkie films. Okay. 
in the 1970s. The first sound film. So this is like the first, I'm going to play for you. Because everything else is like, ding, 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 ding. Exactly. I mean, like, it's about a cantor's son who wants to sing jazz and to do it. He feels like he needs to do blackface. Yeah, it was. Fun. I mean, I don't know how else yeah. to describe it. But I mean, here's you know. the thing. So, like, p- put it was a different time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking god. Put yourself in a theater and a- pretend you're in a world where there are movies without voices, without music, without any synchronized anything, and you're sitting there in silence, like watching. Like, no, there's audience. music. Sure. But then something out of the TV, a voice that you is not in the audience, you're hearing, and this is what it sounds like. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you ain't heard nothing yet. Wait a minute, I tell you, you ain't heard nothing. You want to hear Tootsie? Oh yeah, you want to hear Tootsie? Just a reminder, Jewish man pretending to be black. Do you want to hear Tootsie? This is what it sounds like. You don't know just how sad it makes me. Oh, send me that, I gotta sample this, send me that. Oh my god, Don. I'm gonna throw some trap drums over there. If you could sample Tootsie, like, I don't. <laughs> wow, we're gonna take that back. Yeah. Listen, okay. God. I'll be at the VMAs next year for the Tootsie. It's just gonna keep doing it. This is for Neil That's a weird thing, though, because I looked up about Al Jolston, because he was considered, they wanted him in this movie, they wanted to make a big splash out of it, because he was considered at the time, quote unquote, the greatest entertainer in the world. And so they got him in this, but he also just happened to like love doing blackface, and he did blackface and all these other things. He loved doing. <laughs> he just, he That's just, like one of the that, things. It's, he it's was my known jam. For. Honestly, it Look, was his jam. Don't call me unless blackface is involved. Fucking oh my god! That's why we called you. Listen, listen. I got the paint. I'm ready. I'm just ready. I got the paint. <laughs> yeah. Would you Would you ever do whiteface a la white girls Damon? Oh my god, I, I, I forgot about that movie. I was going to say uh, Dave Chappelle, but... I don't think I would do that. I don't no. think I would do that. No. Some people, when I was doing Facebook Live uh, shows every day at Mashable, they would be in the comments saying that I looked like a girl from White Girls. What the fuck? I looked like one of no. the Damon of Wayne That's Bars. a very specific insult. It is a specific... Yeah. That's super specific. I, it, and it doesn't really apply. No, you know what I'm saying? I can kind of see it. <laughs> no, I don't I see it. I don't know. I have very low self-esteem. No. It's fine. So, anyway. <laughs> I, I also want to point out, singer. did you notice in the very beginning of the movie, it said a Warner Sisters production? Yes. Oh, cute. We're all cute, nice. Cass. Nice. Nice. How many cute. Warner Sisters are there? I thought that was cute. Too many. Okay. Well, actually, there's a lot because there were like 12 kids. Well, the blackface version is Warner Sisters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. wow. Starring Halle, <laughs> Berry, <laughs> Halle, Berry, Halle Berry, Viola Davis. <laughs> did you forget Viola Davis's last name for a second? No, I just was trying to think of other ones. I didn't think Viola Davis was like a... I didn't... Her... I'm thinking of Halle Berry and Bap. And then I was trying to think of like a comp... Maybe... Well, no, because... I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know either. She's just the first one that came to mind. She's fabulous. I don't know. I don't know who else was in Baps. I didn't... Anyway, so I did want to ask you, Don, because you are an entertainer, man. You are an entertainer, right? That is not... Noir. Entertainer? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Technically. Because you are... Dark okay. comedy. Mm, dark comedy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Dark and comma comedy. <laughs> yep. You like your coffee. Dark comma comedy. Co- and sure. Yes. Mm. So, have you ever been to like a proper studio lot in LA? Like the Warner Brothers lot or something like that? When I was a child, I took a you tour. You took a tour? I took a tour, yeah. The WB tour? I took, I think so, it was the one with Jaws. Where they have Jaws? Sure. I, I think don't it's know Universal. I think that okay, it was Universal. Because I only know that because of Universal Studios. 
or MG, it might be MGM or it might be Universal because at Disney World they had that as part of like their experiential ride. Okay. Is all of the WB called CW now, or is that just the channel? Is there still a no, Warner Brothers? No, there's, there's very much still Warner Brothers. Okay. It's just AOL Time Warner now that owns Warner Oh, Brothers. that's the Warner and Time Warner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you learn something new every yes. day. Yes. So you have been to a studio. Like I have. I have. Okay. Was it fun? <laughs> it was, I mean, to the best of my memory, it was It was cool. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh shit, what's happening? It was just like... Oh, and there's a building, and there's another building, and this is a fake street. Mm. And these are the buildings that we used to film a thing. And here's Jaws. Like, you know what? That just sounds like the Batlock tour at MGM Studios in Disney World. This right? was also the 80s, so they didn't have technology like they do now. Mm. Got it. Like, I'm imagining they have holograms of actors and shit. Yeah. Like, no. if you go... You imagine wrong. <laughs> if you <laughs> go if you go now, it's like you can watch the film. I feel like they haven't replaced any of that shit. I feel like that's uh. the thing. We should go find but out. But the person Field who makes trip. this movie, what the fuck is her name? See, I didn't, couldn't learn Cass. Her. Okay, Cass. She was, <laughs> she like spends so much time talking about how much she loves film sets. Yeah. A lot. I think that if you spend a lot of time on film sets, there's a certain nostalgia to them. Like, mm-hmm. like even like recording studios. Like, I just love recording gear. Sure. Like, I'll go to a studio and not be doing shit and just be like, ooh, it's a track board. Oh, so if you're, like, trying to geek out, you know where to geek. You're going to go to a studio. Yeah. And if you're trying to geek on film stuff, you're going to go to a studio a lot. Yeah, like, I feel like I feel like for her anyway, she probably, like, the studio, like, in the same way that my, my mom was a teacher, I would go to her school and, like, just be in the schools and classrooms and shit. Like, whenever I'm in schools, I feel this sort of nostalgia, like, Aww. oh, man. That's nice. I feel like I have a panic attack when I go into a school. Same. <laughs> it's only elementary schools. High schools give me just I get Highs. the fuck out. Of, yeah. Yeah. It is. I sort of feel like if I ever were to enter a, a high school again, I would feel like David Attenborough being like observing them in the natural habitat. <laughs> what are they doing? How Teens. Do they, how do they mate? What is their mating calls? Um, you don't but, want to be around high schoolers. Ever. No, I don't know. I'm fascinated. I'm trying to stay no. here. One of the kids. Hey, you're me. so happy. I mean, text me. I mean, Instagram me. I mean, I don't know. What are we I mean, doing? Just now? I don't know. What to I do. don't. Blink your eyes and I'll get the message. <laughs> um. So speaking of studio lots, um, this is not about a studio lot, but <laughs> Warner Brothers had a storefront theater, and they showed this in the documentary. That you did not watch. Yeah. I'll watch um, it. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. And when you watch it, you will see, and I don't mm-hmm. know if you picked up on this, they showed a long, lingering shot of a flyer that hung outside of the theater, and it advertises these shows. One is called Taming a Wife. Wow. And the other no, is I called... No, I didn't notice that, but Holy I am very shit. upset. But the other one is called Julius the Sandwich Man. Okay, that I'm interested in. Well, I was going to ask, which one of those would you go see? Oh, Julius on... the Sandwich Man. What the fuck does that even mean? Julius the Sandwich Man. I would... Taming a Wife. Taming a Wife. Sounds like something that... Like, I would want to watch it to see how fucked up it is. Yes. Yeah. Like, because when I was reading the, the Wikipedia page, which I did do, <laughs> they said something about they made made films catered towards women. Lady films. Lady films. And I was... I'm wondering if that was something that they felt like was catered for women. Mm. You know, was that something they felt like was... Oh, you think it was, like, instructional? Yeah. Like, I'm not, <gasps> even, trying, so I'm not even trying to be funny. But like, they did promote blackface, so let's all get it on It was a different this. time. They might have been sure. like, men, send your women to watch this film and learn Ugh. how to cater to you. Well, my first thought was, this is a porn. Because if we Ooh, know you anything... you think it's a blowjob listen, instructional movie? The porn has been <laughs> at the absolute... They are the pioneers of think, most new technologies. Do you think... Yes. 
there is a silent porn. Of course there Fuck is. Fuck yes. No, no, there is. There is. There 1,000%. Right. And that's what I was Google getting it. at was that porn, most of the time when you come up with a new technology, porn is right there. Yes. Yes. Really? A hundred percent. One thousand percent. Porn decided whether VHS or the other technology was going to prevail. I don't remember what the other one's called, but VHS did. I remember the other porn, technology. What porn is decided it? It was like a smaller version. I don't know what it's called, but it was like <laughs> a smaller Because version. the porn industry picked VHS. Yes. So porn really runs sex. Oh. Sex runs the world. Oh my God, oh, you just yes. heard? Welcome. Welcome to reality. Yes, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say I'm not a hundred percent comfortable with my filmmakers also owning the theater. I'm not on board with. Wait, that. are you talking about the cast Warner? No, just in general, they were saying that like the Warner Brothers both uh, both made the films and owned theaters well, themselves, the, I mean, and I'm not really jazzed about that. This is this is before the movie industry was even the movie industry. There was like nothing. Sure. So they just had to have somewhere to show their films. Basically. Yes. Okay. It was just out of necessity yes. that they had. And to people work. didn't have TVs, so they were like, "We're just gonna build a place. You guys come watch this shit we're making." Come hang out with us. I think it started as necessity, but eventually it turned into just like the vacuum of capitalism. Like they just wanted to like suck up everything sure. they could because oh, they saw the crash coming and it yeah. did come. Well, they also needed to be able to outfit the theaters with the, the technology yeah. for sound because they were like, sound's the future, blah, blah, blah. And they had some part in the documentary. They got Roy Disney Jr. Who Do you know who Roy Disney is? I know who Roy Woods Jr. is. Okay. He's a- <laughs> I think you can guess who Roy Shouts is. Shouts to Roy not- Woods Jr., though. Great guy. No, nowhere near Different Roy. Roy. Different Roy. He's a Roy. He's a junior. You know, what's, what's, what's in our last same name? Same thing. Yeah, same person. I did enjoy no, definitely I can, same race. I can figure out who the Disney guy is. Yeah, yeah. You know he's the yeah. son of the Disney guy. Yeah. Well, so it was the brother to Walt Disney is Roy Disney. And he, they were the co-founders of Disney. It wasn't all just Walt Disney. It was him and his brother, very similar to the Warner Brothers. And <laughs> Roy Disney I Jr. thought it was Z. Z Warner Brothers, right? <laughs> Z? Okay. You know what, Don? You're so right. <laughs> Z Warner Brothers. Okay. So awful. First go. of all, yeah. first of all, they are fucking Polish yeah, They Jews. are Polish, Okay, yeah, they are not German. But Warner is a t- uh, historically Yes, but they German. made that name up. Yes, their real name, which they decided... Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, wait. So, Hold Ellis up. Island shit. Papa Warner, Benjamin. Their name isn't actually Warner? No. When Ellis he got Island. to Ellis Island, he changed his name because he didn't want anyone to discriminate against him for being Jewish. So, he fled Whoa. persecution in Poland. Then like, Russia. Then Russia um, after Russian World Jew. War One. Yeah. Yeah. My, what what yeah. was his last name? Wanskalosser. Yeah. I guess you can get Warner from Wanskalosser. Sure. I think he just wrote down what came to mind and like sounded English <laughs> and was like, "This is us now." And Warner was a very popular Yo! name. Yeah. Like, kind of that. Harry area. Warner. Ellis Island is some wild shit. It really yeah, is. Dude. Harry Warner was Hirsch. Like, pick a name, any name. name. What yeah. do you want to be? Yeah. Who do you want to be? Seriously, a hundred percent. Wow. Warm. Yeah. And it's so hard to like remember that all of this, like, they're they're. Uh, div- what is it called? They're blossoming into the movie studio that we know as Warner Brothers was all happening even before the Great Depression. Uh, like, it was happening as the Great Depression was happening. Right. But, like, the, the first onset of, like, the yes. crazy shit they were doing was, like, before the Depression. Yes. And then as the Depression hit, they were trying to innovate and innovate and innovate, and they were doing all the socially conscious stuff. And- uh, they, they had a bunch of, like, ups and... They were... 
they were trying to do stuff and seeing what stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they didn't know what was working, so yes. they just kept trying different shit. Fucking mass marketing. Well, yeah. Although, I'm not totally on board with the way Cass portrayed how they all got into film. The way she portrayed it was like, <laughs> she was like, they were in a movie, and they just looked at each other, and they were like, we should make movies. And meanwhile, the third brother was in Chicago at the same time, was like, I should make a movie. And it was Kismet. <laughs> it sounds mythologized. Yeah, I was like, fuck you, that's yeah. not yeah. how it happened. That's... First of all, they're 11 years apart in age, so no. And second of all, like, <laughs> they didn't all have the same shit. thought at the same time. Yeah. Well, also, Jack Warner was not part of that great epiphany that happened across state lines somehow, like, between brothers. Who knows? But... Although he is the most famous one. When the Jack first, Warner. One of the first scenes in this documentary, which really put me off, is she, like, shows all this beautiful family album. She's like, I'm the granddaughter of Harry Warner. This is his story. And then it cuts to... Her on the street of L.A. Ugh. asking people in the street, have you heard, like, are there actual Warner Brothers? Do you know? Or is it just a name? And she, like, crowd surveys, like, the fucking scourge of L.A. It became, like, LA. a man on the street interview. Like, like the Jimmy Kimmel thing? Yes. Asking people awful. about, like, fake banning? Literally out front of the Chinese theater. Uh, in my mind, that was exactly what was happening. Yes, and it was all just like, gotcha. She's like, there are brothers. And I, I was like, <laughs> And no. I'm related to them, and I'm rich. Bitch. <laughs> like a backdrop ball. <laughs> Welcome to the documentary. <laughs> Jack Warner is one of the most famous men in the history of fucking Hollywood. There's no way that everyone outside of the theater is like, I don't know. Yeah. It's marketing. <laughs> I'm from Nebraska. Yeah. I Zoinks. They, they were yeah, exactly. asking people that they knew would not. No, they asked a five-year-old Hispanic boy who yeah. thought that Do one you know of the brothers' the names. Brothers are? They, he said that one of the Warner brothers' names was Diego. <laughs> That's kind of cool. That's Diego the long-lost brother. Anyway, Jack Warner is incredibly famous. But here's the thing, though: like seeing a picture of him, he has this dyed. He has a Disney brush, look about him. Yeah. Brushed mustache. And kind of like this wry smile and very slick back hair. Like, he looks like a fucking villain. I have two questions. He looks like a yes. Rapist. As a guy who's never seen this film. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Question number one. Yes. Is he still alive? No. Oh, no. God, no. They were all born in the 1890s. Question. Oh, shit. Yeah. These like, people are mad old. Yeah. This is like 1920 we're talking about. Question number two. Who is he? I'm a goldfish. Jack Warner is the youngest brother of the Warner clan. There okay. were four okay. of them. Okay. And he was the youngest one. He arguably had a lot of input in creative, and he's the one who bought out his brothers and fucked them. He's, he he's, raped his brothers. Yeah. He's Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's Michael Jackson. I don't know if that's a perfect analogy, but it it's works not, not. for your brain right he's now. He's Kendall from Succession, if anyone out there watches Succession, <laughs> well, which you I've, should because it's the fucking best show ever. I heard it's a good, everybody's watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's watching You're not watching it? Mm. I'm not watching Well, they do this on this show. Apparently, I don't watch anything, so whatever. (laughs) You don't have eyes. (laughs) But here's the thing. Jack Warner, they say uh, in the documentary that he gave himself the middle name Leonard because it's classy. Yeah, but they also (laughs) gave themselves a new last name. And Jack is not his his first name. His name is like Yaakov or something. Very Jewish. But Harry's name is Herschel. Yeah, Hirsch. Sure, but yeah. like they oh, all they, changed their names. They were very Jewish. Oh, they were v- uneducated Jews. Super Jewish. Fled persecution. Jewish. I don't know if you know this about Jews. Everybody wants to kill us all the time yeah, throughout people aren't history. Fans. No, why? But so Who Jewish, knows? so Jewish that they would discriminate against relate. Catholics. No, <laughs> you see, that's why. People just that's why kill the African them, American community and the Judaism community get along because we're like everyone wants to kill us for no goddamn reason. All the time. He's still, and I, I he's will still say, discriminated against a Catholic person. Leonard, Leonard feels like a pretty black name. 
Leonard Warner. Yeah. I mean, he was. I'd buy that music. I would be like, who the? What is this guy? Leonard Warner. Is he Lenny Kravitz? I bet he. I bet he considered himself to be like a pimp of the day. If you could, if like a pimp of 2018, in that sense. Jack Warner was kind of that. Okay, but hear me out here. Okay. I'm going to Google Jack Warner. I think, I think Jack Warner was like a disgusting rapist pig. Like, I agree with this. Mm-hmm. And what he did to his brother was terrible. But mm. Sam Warner, the brother who died before oh. the studio got off the ground, mm-hmm. married an 18-year-old girl. Oh, God and damn he, it. Yeah, not good looking. God and damn he, it. And he, child bride. He had a child bride. He was 40. Wait, wait, wait. I was looking at his face. What happened to him? Doesn't he look like a fucking villain? He married a, a, a how no, no, old not Sam Warner. Warner. That's that's not that's Jack Warner, not Sam Warner. Sam Warner, the one who died before any of this took off. Okay. Married a child bride. She was 18. <laughs> she was an actress and she was Catholic. And his brothers could not ex- she had a kid. Then he died very suddenly from a cerebral hemorrhage. And Harry Warner adopted the kid and told the mother to fuck off because she was Catholic. He took the kid from her. Yeah, they adopted him. Oh, and was like, "You're Catholic. I don't want you in the family. Fuck off." Well, I think it was also that she was twenty. Listen, was fine, but that's not the right thing to do. It's not the right thing to do. You can't take a person, a a woman's child. And what's worse is they interviewed the the child, the daughter, who's now like a sixty-year-old woman, and she was like, "Honestly, I had a better child." I was just like, "Yikes!" Like all of this, yikes. I I had a what? Better childhood because I was adopted. She was like anti her own mom. It was well. It was very sad. I was like, "What the fuck?" I've known people that that's happened to where their mom was not able to raise them, and so they were adopted and raised. Fair enough, moms. but they wouldn't let her speak to him. They wouldn't let her speak to her own mom. Really? Yeah. yeah we don't. We, like, we don't know if she could have raised a child because they took the child. Like, who mm-hmm. knows? Right. Like, who knows what who she knows? could have done? Right. But they wouldn't. Uh, that's the rumor is that they wouldn't let her speak to her own mother until she was like much older. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want her to have any influence on her. Because she was Catholic. Like, I get that she was 20. I just don't like that the reason is Catholicism. And I'm not on board with Catholicism. All religion is junk. Like, whatever. It's all the same. I'm not a religious person either. No, but, like, discrimination's not chill. Discrimination's whack. For any reason, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think the more horrific thing is that uh, the average life expectancy at that time, at that very specific year. Was, like, 50. 60. Yep. It's 20 That's years. That's high. Honestly, that's high. That's high. I thought it would be lower. That means I got, like, less than 20 years left. Ugh. Well, let me tell you this crazy piece of knowledge <laughs> about Harry Warner's son, Lewis. His only son. His his son, who was going to take over the studio, and he had all these plans mm-hmm. for him, got an impacted wisdom tooth and fucking died. At 23. Yo, wisdom teeth. You gotta take care of He died, mind. like, in a week. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know you could die from wisdom teeth. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really, really like, arranged my perspective on things. Jesus. They, Do you still have your wisdom teeth in? No. I got them all removed because they were impacted, but I didn't realize that I was on the brink of death. <laughs> yeah, they don't really, like, Like, I had no fucking idea. They don't publicize the death. Well, because we have penicillin now. That was the thing. Is it Harry, got an infection. Harry yeah. gave this big, like, very tearful oh. speech that, like, you know, if penicillin were here, it would have saved him. And it yeah, it was pre-penicillin. Yo, dying at 20 because of wisdom teeth. Isn't that stupid? 
It's that feels fucking stupid. insane. That feels dumb. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a real thing that could happen. It's the Roaring Twenties, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they they met so when they're brother, come here, toots, and uh, give me a smack me one on the gams. I'm bleeding, but don't worry. <laughs> when it's when fine. their brother Sam died, he was in L.A. and they say that they were in New York, mm-hmm. and they had to take a fucking train to get to L.A. and they missed him. And he he died, died before they got there. Three, three hours. hours before he got there. I mean, how long did the train take? Three days. Fucking. Six days, yeah. <laughs> of course you missed him, I mean. But to miss him by, by the, it's in perspective at that time, three hours is basically like getting there like ten minutes too late, you know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. like wild. Scaled. And my, I just was like, oh my god, they had to take a train to Los Angeles like, from New York. <laughs> imagine, imagine the levels of compromise, like, okay, he'll be fine, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. Six days. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Oh my <laughs> god! No way. It's so awful. Uh, um, I do want to shift gears just for a second, just sure. for a hot second. Right. It'll only take a second. Um, can we talk about Nazis? Because yeah, that's yes, a, this that's was a turn. this was yes, we the can. part of the documentary that very political. I was like, I this was the part that I learned the most from because I had no fucking idea about the movie industry's relationship with Nazi Germany. Do you, Don? I feel like I have an inkling, but please inform me and the listeners. I did know about this. You knew. I very much. Knew. I feel like I feel like something about Nazi Germany. Like they they did a bunch of. They were very involved in film, like revolutionizing film or something. Yes, I don't know and if no. revolutionizing That's not what she's the, getting at, but yes, and it's more, you're talking about Lenny Riefenstahl. Yeah, yeah. It's more that I had really no idea that um, the German industry, the German market, was so crucial mm-hmm. to um, the American movie industry. Yes, it was. <laughs> I didn't know this either. Yeah. It was. It I was listened like to a lot of. You must big. remember this. Another great podcast. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I subscribe. Great one, right? Yes, That's yes. a great one. We're giving a lot of plugs to other podcasts. I, I hope they're returning the favor. We oh, need a lot of help. Well, hopefully they're, well, not hopefully, they're listening, so they're hearing <laughs> They're it. definitely listening. Right. <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, Hollywood very much, I mean, um, honestly, it wasn't just Hollywood, it was all of America, mm-hmm. very much turned a blind eye to Nazi Germany and was like, okay. Why, though, was it, was, it, was it fear? What was that even about? You know what I'm saying? Well, think about, like, a good parable would be, like, where we are now with Russia. Think mm. about it now. Like, none of us are mobilizing. None of us are doing anything about anyone dying anywhere. But, like, mm. hundreds and thousands of people die there all the time. So, like, yeah. you know, it, I, I'm not just not to say Nazi Germany is the same as the Russian government, but <laughs> America traditionally is very isolationist. The other crazy We do not thing, get involved. Some right. parts of America were not only turning a blind eye, but they were actively helping Nazi Germany, which I found mm-hmm. out in this documentary. Yes. Do you know that uh, IBM, the business machine yep. or whatever, was actively helping the Nazis catalog people for concentration camps? No, they built the technology the Nazis used. Yeah. That's what huh. happened. And they were not alone. Yeah. It was a big fucking market because war makes business. Yeah. yeah. And every business wants to get on board with that. Again, same concept as today with all this like racist middle America Trump voter bullshit where mm. everyone's like, it's chill to write Nazi symbols Mm-mm. on people's garage doors. Same thing. We're like, they felt like empowered to show their anti Semitism and like that was chill. Fucking blackface made the studio rich. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's not shocking. Right. Like, none of this is shocking. But so, how were the. <laughs> Among so, mine, okay, so like, how, how, this, this, impacts, how this impacts the studio system is that studios would not criticize Nazi Germany. They would not produce newsreels. 
They would not produce any kind of film that was made first and foremost by Jews. Mm-hmm. So they were a huge, huge market. And Harry Warner was the only one who made anti-Nazi mm-hmm. movies, anti-Nazi film reels, like real news coming from concentration yeah. camps. Because he oh. was Jewish. But also, Warner Brothers was the first studio to actively say, we're not working with Nazi Germany, period. They like, closed the market, stop. yeah. Although full I will stop. say that oh, this is what, they, what they did not mention, <laughs> what they did not mention, this is 1933, I think this is happening, they closed the German market. Mm-hmm. By 1937, they would have been forced to close their German market. They mm-hmm. were Jews. They were not going to be allowed mm-hmm. to make it. Like, it was like a brave choice, quote unquote, but they were going to be forced into that choice regardless. Yeah, but they, they did it on, on complete moral standards. Yes, but like, I think he yeah. saw the writing on the wall and was like, I'm going to be forced to come out it anyway, so yeah. I might as well make this a good moral stand. Yeah. But they were not going to let so, him keep distributing this. Um, the thing, though, you mentioned at the top about boobs, right? Titties. Titties. This is a, I love your segues. Thank you. Um, they, I'm a professional. Nazi? I don't know Nazi if you listen to me. I'm a professional segwayer. <laughs> um, my segue is in the basement. And <laughs> wow, wow. Um, I hate that. So Warner Brothers actively offered their services. They offered all their studio uh, archival films, and they made films to train army men going Once we entered the war. Once we entered the war. Ten years later. And they made a film that was like um, do's and don'ts of like being an army man and they showed this cartoon of a little like cartoon guy getting drunk and spilling the beans about where they were going to like storm Germany and in the cartoon there's like a very buxom Jessica Rabbit looking woman who's dressed in like a German uniform and he's like hiccup hiccup like we're gonna be shipping out this time <laughs> and then it shows that she has recording devices in, in her, her boobs yeah. like inside of her boobs yes. like uh like that is bots. that yes. is high technology yeah. yes but it was a cartoon and so the literally shows, high technology yeah. like the guy who drew that was definitely stunned <laughs> she was a nazi spy in her boobs Boop. nazi spy boobs I yes. mean, boobs have been known to just have recording devices. Yeah, titties often have machinery inside. That's I know, I like, do. Oh. We're recording this right now. Thanks, Garage Band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, went... titty mic. <laughs> There's no laptop. There's no mic. It's just, yeah, it's just titties. She just has her tits. Oh, garage boobs. That's garage boobs. Garage, garage boobs. Garage yeah. boobs. Hey. I like that. Garage breasts if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but again, this was at the end of the war when we just, like, swooped in and, like, played the hero like fucking cowards. Right. But it wasn't just Nazis. They also uh, were big fans of, like, mocking the KKK. They were sued by the KKK. Warner yes, Brothers was were. sued by the KKK. This is a film you should I, look into. I kind of fuck with Warner Brothers. Yeah? Like, just based off of, like, their... their what we're telling you. They yeah. still made a blackface movie. I just want to reiterate no, that. I mean... Yeah. It's fine. But and look, then they fucking struggle with Casablanca, which I love. They which just, is also an anti-Nazi movie. Casablanca is the one where it's, like, the, the, the famous ending. Yes. Where he's like, here's looking at you. Here's kid. looking at yeah. you. And Tuts. it's, it's, it was one Tuts? of their anti war <laughs> films. Okay. The anti Nazi movie. Yeah. Never seen Casablanca. Holy fuck. Mm. You haven't even seen that one? There's a bar in Brooklyn called Casablanca. Oh I've DJed at Casablanca oh, before. Christ. You know what I'm saying? Do you know where but Casablanca is? It's map. in Bed-Stuy. There's a bar <laughs> in Casablanca. What country is Casablanca in? <laughs> Casablanca is in. Morocco. Yes. You know how I know? I know because I had a flight to Morocco to Casablanca 
and the flight got canceled, and I got stuck in fucking France. That's better. Last month. Honestly, it's better. This is how I know. The running theme is that I don't watch movies. Oh my god, it's so good. This is actually me just coming to this podcast and say I've never seen a movie in my life. So good. Ever. So. Okay. All right, so, sorry. One thing about Casablanca. The thing about Casablanca, when I first started seeing that and seeing some of the other movies that they were showing, I immediately thought of the great movie ride in MGM Studios in Disney World. Oh. Have you been on it? Uh, I mean, maybe. No. Okay, well, it's not what I think of when I see Casablanca. I, I, I recognize that I am a spoiled human being because I grew up in Florida. We went to Disney World all the fucking time. I've been time. to Disney before. I mean, I've, did, I've been to Disney, but I was a kid, so I don't It's the dorkiest ride at MGM Studios because you just sit on a little boat and there's a, a guy who pretends to be a tour guide. It's very kind of like there's like a whole little acting story thing that happens. Okay. And, and then he leaves you. He says, here's looking at you, Tuts, and leaves you. Nope. And you're on the ride alone. No, 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 no. It's, it's kid. Nope. I just remembered. It's, it's kid. kid. It's kid. It's not Tuts. Okay. Uh, you're thinking of kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very dark ride, but there are a lot of Warner Brothers films on that ride. Even though it was MGM Disney Disney MGM Studios, so Metro Goldwyn Mayer that were the competitors of Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers had to like. Okay, this is like a dorky segue, but it's like if you know the Great Movie Ride, there's a shit ton of Warner Brothers films. Like Casablanca, I think My Fair Lady was on it. Uh, where, oh, another great. great yeah, there film. was uh, Footlight Parade, P- uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, great. Public Enemy. What gave me fucking nightmares? Okay. Even just seeing Jimmy Cagney's face gave me nightmares. Have you ever seen Public Enemy? Wow. There's a rap group okay. that okay. I'm a big yeah. fan of. All right. Chuck D is amazing as the lead <laughs> in Public Enemy. They were around in like Flame is a great supporting <laughs> mm-hmm. actor. Yep. Um, they have this. I guess it was a scene in the film called Fear of a Black Planet. It's one of my favorite scenes in a film by Public Enemy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so there's another Public Enemy? Sure. There, uh, before Public Enemy of the 90s. Isn't that what they're named? <laughs> there was the Public Enemy of the 30s. What was that about? Um, it was the like the original gangster film. Oh, because Warner That's Brothers. why everyone talks about Public Enemy, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure right. they drew much inspiration from so the this, Jimmy Cagney This film. podcast is now telling Don about movies he's never seen. Telling Don you about movies. You know, we serve some purpose. <laughs> I don't know if you thought this or if you recall Don, uh, Christina or Don, <laughs> when all of a sudden it takes a turn, it was like, hey, remember that Warner Brothers was Looney Tunes? Do you remember this? Yes. I remember Looney yes, Tunes. Yes, 100%. Yeah. But when you think of Looney Tunes, do you associate it explicitly with Warner Brothers? Yes. I Early on, I didn't, but I, I, I've grown to. Right. Like, it's one of those things where, like... Like, if you think about, it, like, uh, if someone's, like, say, like you know, Free Association, Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brothers, you're not going to say Looney Tunes. Or if somebody were to say Looney Tunes, you're not going to say I Warner feel Brothers. Like I, I feel like I made the connection with the... um. Animaniacs is when I started making the fucking love Animaniacs. Yo, yeah. I had a question about Animaniacs too. Was Jack L. Warner ever cameo? I looked up this on the internet. I couldn't find anything. I was convinced that Jack Warner was a character on Animaniacs. It's possible. Probably. If anybody knows this, please email docunope at gmail.com. I would be very grateful. I do associate uh, what's it called with Looney Tunes and Warner Brothers. Looney and Warner Brothers, yeah. Because the WB symbol is so prominent. Yeah. But it, it, I, I didn't make that association until like 
well into late teenage adult. Like, like I was, really? I was a fuck. Like, like that fucking pig, like sings the song. That's all, folks. That's a frog. Whatever, see, frog, so, pig, whatever. <laughs> the animal sings the song at the I, end of the show. I think no, that that's how folks. Whatever. I remember. I, re- I remember. There's I remember an animal, watching. It sings about the WB. I remember watching Warner, watching like Looney Tunes cartoons. And I, maybe I was just too young to know what the fuck was happening, but I just never thought about Looney Tunes and Warner Brothers being a thing until Animaniacs. I was like, oh, okay, I guess those two things are related, mm. you know? Yeah, I loved Animaniacs and Looney Tunes. Me and too, I, big fan. One of the big things I thought, and you may have thought the same, Christina, is just such a shame that kids don't have as much violent cartoons Oh, no, today. we don't have, yeah, the cartoons are not as violent as they used to it's be. It's fucked up. I honestly don't know. I couldn't say. I don't watch cartoons, though. From what I've casually perused on Cartoon Network, it's just tame. There's no blood. There are no anvils falling from cliffs. There's like, no blood in Looney Tunes. What the fuck Looney Tunes are you watching? There's never blood. That's the point. There's definitely canaries circling overheads. There's concussions. Yeah, but no blood. <laughs> there's no blood, and there's no death, and there's no consequences of any kind. It's very tame. The mm. cartoons now are very cerebral. Yes, like they, the cartoons now, they have an element for adults to watch them where like the, the dialogue will be, they'll be talking about some fucking existential shit and like kids don't know what's Adventure happening. Time. I feel like Adventure yeah. Time is very mm-hmm. Looney Tunes adjacent. Yeah, my daughter no watches. gets killed, but it's kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. What, she, I forget the thing she watches, but it's it's like Go Teen, teen Titans or Go sure. Teen Titans Go or some shit. And like the, it's on surface, it's just a fun cartoon for kids. But when I'm watching it, I'm just like, that's How funny. Are you yeah. Processing this. <laughs> They're talking about some deep shit. And as a child, you just don't I just like I don't friendship know and sharing. I don't and know. the ozone and well, <laughs> cows. I wish there there was more violence. I wish that the movie called The Brothers Warner was about all of the Warner Brothers. That's what I fucking wish. It's only about two and a, one it's, and a half. It's literally about one and a half because they do not speak about Jack's wives at all until the very end and he had two of them. Yeah, he was just a real fucking asshole. Yeah, but they didn't, I don't, like, oh, I I no. knew this information, that's why I was so offended that they didn't include it. I don't know, I'm not as offended that he had two wives, I think two is even tame for, like, one of no, the... No, I'm just offended they didn't include it in the documentary. Oh, yeah, well, it's, ca- it's so tainted, the, the perspective, because it's Cass Warner, and she's gonna want to make it whatever Why call it the Brothers Warner? That's a crazy, like, his second wife is a huge, huge reason that Harry and Jack Warner fell out. It's like a very central point. Let's get into it. Tell me more about yeah. this. He didn't wife. like that he got divorced. He's a conservative they did Jew. Not, they did not approve They did not the believe divorce. in divorce, and he got divorced and married another fucking woman, younger, obviously, mm-hmm. because they're disgusting pigs. And that's one of the reasons they fell out. It's yeah. like how it started, and they didn't even touch on that. Yeah. And also, um, Jack Warner fired his own son yeah, from that's Warner Brothers up because it was like it was like some weird fucking corny stuff because it was like when Jack Warner in some real karma shit you know like couldn't be bothered to leave the south of France to go to his brother Harry's funeral because they were beefing so hard so he was just like yeah I'm well, on vacation I'm not gonna go no, he was in a car accident. No, 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 no. Before he was in the car accident. Oh, right. And six days later, he got in a car accident. Yes. Okay, six yes, days yes. later, the ghost of Harry Warner was like, fuck, fuck you. you. And like, put him in a coma. I fuck with the ghost of Harry Warner. I right. fuck with the ghost of Harry so, Warner. Like, hardcore yeah. fuck with him. But he, um, like, while he was recovering, he thought that his son, Jack Warner Jr., 
was saying misleading things about Jack in the media, saying that he was dying on his deathbed. And so he fired him. No, he had his assistant fire him. Oh, yeah, no, the lawyer. The lawyer. He had the lawyer come to his own son and, and say fire his own son. Listen, I fired my son the same way. That's how I fire my son. You know what I'm saying? Harsh. Anytime oh, I got to fire my son, I'm like, yo, my lawyer's going to handle this. Cold blooded. That's why you hired Michael Cohen. It's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Fucking A. Oh my god. Fucking A. So this movie has a bunch of holes in it, basically. Huge yeah. holes. Big ones. Holes. I'm going to watch it, and then I'm going to like send in like an audio. <laughs> Please email docunope at gmail.com. I have to. What happened to Albert? Honestly. And why did they mention Thomas Edison so casually in the middle of that it? That was one of the big issues that I had. They very casually were like, oh, yeah, and Thomas Edison kind of drove them to move out west. They needed was, to explain that. Like, why? I looked it up later. I understand it now, but they really needed to explain it. Let me guess. Is it because Thomas Edison had this light bulb and he was like, hey, I got this technology that can help close. your film studios? Yeah, kind of close. First of all, Thomas Edison is like the original fuck boy. Seriously. He can <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, what? He's no. t- mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Not only did he brush his eyebrows straight up as if he were gonna glue them down like drag queen style, he looks like he was like, his eyebrows were just woo! Yeah, like, it's electric. Up. He's like, uh. Thomas Edison can suck a fuck Team Tesla all the way. Like, okay, he like, registered all these patents and then was like, I'm gonna fucking sue anybody who even tries to use the inventions I made. Like, he did not make them for the good of humanity. He made, he made them, them to sue. Exactly. He's basically like a person that like buys domain names and sits and waits. Exactly. On Exactly. Yes, so, and he also fucked Nikola Tesla. Now fuck Thomas Edison. And it's yeah. because of Thomas Edison that all of us don't have free electricity, which Nikola Tesla was trying to give America. Yo, fuck Thomas. Fuck Thomas Edison. Yeah, it's because of Thomas Edison <laughs> that everyone pays Tommy Eddie. an Tommy electricity Edison. bill. Everyone pays an electricity bill because Thomas Edison is a fuckboy. But regardless of that, he also had a monopoly over like film screenings, and they didn't want to pay royalties to him. Because they were like, nah. Yeah, he owned the patent for a lot of, like, the the things Projection that to produce technology. and distribute yeah. movies. And he was, like, extremely litigious. And so but they were just like, on the East Coast, they're like, we're going to L.A. Yeah. They're Fuck like, this. just in New Jersey. Bye, New Jersey. Bye, Menlo Park. Like, see you never. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. fuck with Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I didn't fuck with him before. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> now it's official. Who did you fuck with before? Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla, you know what I'm saying? Would you own a Tesla if you could? No, that's a different nah, kind of Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> no, no, you know who else is a fuckboy? Elon Musk. Okay? Elon Musk is definitely a fuckboy. Definitely boy. a fuckboy. Anytime boy. you shoot a car into space, just to right, shoot a car right. into space. We're not going to go down an Elon okay, Musk. Okay, I have a lot to say about that. Hole. Not ready. least of which is he's ruining my precious okay. Princess Grimes. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're not going to go down that road. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time we wrapped it up, actually. I think we did a pretty good job of going through this, even though you have not seen the movie. You know, I, I've enjoyed what I've found out about the film. Yeah? Did yeah. you learn a lot? I learned a lot. And in conclusion, I'm going to go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm just going to I'm just gonna send a voice note about my, my thoughts of the film. I mean, if anything, I think you should watch The Black Legion. I really want to try to seek it out because it seems kind of like a crazy movie where they had, That's like, what they got sued by the KKK yeah. for, The Black Legion. The Black so Legion? Okay. It's about, like... A black KKK, a black, basically. Yeah, yeah. a black Klansman. Oh, shit. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. 
Um, Black Klansman, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I've seen it's it. It's amazing. It's, it's good. amazing. It's fantastic. And one of the, I um, texted Don a video before this podcast of Jack Warner trying to give some sort of recorded presentation and it shows him messing up and like standing up in the middle of it and it looks like Alec Baldwin at the front of Black I wouldn't Clansman. be surprised if that was like a ref if they bought, if they saw oh, that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a stretch. Just because like Jack Warner wasn't a, a racist, you know. Well, we don't know that. It, it does, but like it, it could have been just a thing, like a reference, like a point. Seems of Seems like everyone was a racist back then. Yeah. I mean, um, you know. Again, uh, do I have to reference the blackface movie again? Because... But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I did more research on Al Jolson. He has like some award from the NAACP because outside of the blackface, he was actually very big on like bringing up black uh, writers. I gotta Google well, In his defense, he probably thought that like the blackface was like helping like yeah, he was he was trying to expose Normalize. white audiences to the African American yeah. experience in a way that was very ass backwards, which is misguided. <laughs> it's very to say misguided, the least. Very but misguided. that was the intention. But it's kind of hard to see that nowadays and be like, yeah. "That's fucking stupid." It's, when there are actual black people, it's there. hard to watch a nineteen seventies <laughs> film with Neil Diamond do it too. Let me tell you, that's tough. That, that shit was that's just kind of like it was just an. Ex- it's sad to say, an accepted thing. It was just a it thing. Really was. Yeah. It was just a thing. You just know, just like what how saying? to tame your wife. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it, it yeah. I mean, when it, and Julius the Sandwich Man, it stopped Ugh. being it stopped being acceptable after a while, but it was an acceptable thing. If I was a DJ on the radio, I would like my disc jockey name to be Julius the Sandwich Man. <laughs> Julius Sandwich Man. <laughs> Hi, I'm Julius the Sandwich Man. I'm gonna be serving you <laughs> up like bread, lettuce, tomato, and ginger jam. Beer, 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 beer. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I am mustard. <laughs> cut, 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 cut the crust off. Oh, I love Julius the Sandwich Man. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, guys. You know how there's there's always that sexual like when you have like a pre-programmed keyboard yes, with like, the DJ set. Yeah, it's just one that's like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Julius the Sandwich Man. <laughs> there was one where if you hit it, 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 there was one that was like come on, and there was one that was like oh come on. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I hate how tender it is. Well, I hate it. I'm like. Pickles. <laughs> Pickles. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the sandwich, y'all. Okay. Evaluation time. Done, because you did not bother to listen to it. How about you evaluate how we described it? <laughs> I will. What's the scale? What's the scale? Whatever. It's, it's like whatever 10, you want. 20, however you want. A thousand, to scale it. Whatever. I will give you guys two halves of a sandwich. Perfect. <laughs> Two thirds for me. A whole sandwich? A whole sandwich. Great. I, I am enthralled. Fantastic. I have to watch this film. I have to see about the brothers, Grimm. The brothers Grimm, Just right? one brother. The brother Grimm? Yep, just the brother. So, you know, I'm, I'm watching this this the Grimm Brothers documentary as soon as I get home. Honestly? Grimm Brothers? I feel like... I don't know if I would recommend this movie. Well, we, we haven't gone to that part yet. We know we do this in order. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought you were asking what the general <laughs> no. opinion was. No, no, no. We can start with the talking heads. Okay, fine. You asked what the general opinion was. She wouldn't recommend it, but guess what? I'm watching it. <laughs> I'm watching it against your recommendation. Okay, so talking heads is our first criteria. These are the people that they showed, uh, one of them being Dennis Hopper, oh, who the died. Hop, the Hop Man. Uh, Debbie Reynolds. Debbie who's, Reynolds, who's yeah. Dead. That's how I could tell it was a better time. Roy Disney Jr., also dead. Yep. Many of the people she a talked lot of dead to, people. now dead. Very dead. Very dead. Everybody died at a certain point. Yeah, they <laughs> were like, that? Obama's not president anymore. You better get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yo, I think that's what really I, happened. Yeah. 
Yikes. So, <laughs> they, I'm, just saying. I'm just saying, like, they... Pickle! 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 <laughs> it was, you know, it was, like, a lot of, like, who's who. I really, the one thing I was thinking about the Talking Heads was, like, she had such incredible access to, like, very influential people like Dennis Hopper and George Seagal, who was in, like, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and mm-hmm. things like that. But I don't think she could she could have gone even more. That's my thought. Yeah. It was middle of the road for me. It was... It was fine. The whole thing really scraped the surface. From Talking Heads, like, top to bottom. It was yeah. really, like, surface level, yeah. all about Harry Warner. Yeah. It was very tilted. Yeah, it honestly doesn't sound like a thorough movie. It no, sounds it like it was thorough. it sounds like it sounds like it was skewed a bit and it also sounds like it definitely didn't um do the Warner Brothers mm-hmm. Empire justice. It did not. Well, it, on that subject, segue, narrator was Cass Warner Sterling, uh the also director. Like I don't I, I have an issue because I feel like it would have been a better documentary if one, she was just the narrator and did not insert herself in, like, random spots in the movie, which she did. I was fine with it, but she did do that, yeah. Or if she wanted to be in the documentary and interview her relatives and things like that, then get a third-party narrator like a Dennis fucking Hopper, which she could have done. Sure. Um, I just didn't like that she was trying to wear all these hats all at once. I was fine with her trying to wear all the hats. What I didn't like was how this was packaged. Like, if this was her story about her grandfather I understand why she would be the director and the narrator I get that right Mm -hmm. because it's like her story Mm -hmm. but this was packaged as like the brothers want like you're not telling a complete story you're just talking about you and your grandfather and how you perceived him yeah which is fine that's I would watch that too but just like tell me that's what just be honest about it I also I should prep I should not preface I should say that I I have a family member, two family members, that there was a documentary made about them. That documentary, by the way, is fucking fantastic. Did you watch it? What? I went to the premiere with you. Well, you did. Yes, what is we this were there together. Do you know what It's called Harold and Lillian, a Hollywood love story. We went to IFC together, remember? Yes, I do. Yeah. You, guys, you, guys, you guys can't see this, but they were talking and their hands just met. It was the and most amazing. I, and then I kissed it. And then the I kissed synergy. The synergy. Pickle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I mean to, went like, run to, my mouth. No, I loved it. Okay. I went to no, the premiere of that documentary with you, and yes. it was so great. So yeah, way better. Than but this. it was a third party. Per- it's about my great uncle Harold and great aunt Lillian. My great uncle Harold was uh, very big in the movies. He was an art director, a storyboard artist, and my aunt Lillian was a, a research librarian. So she ran the yeah the library is fantastic. Yeah, she ran the libraries for DreamWorks and Paramount, and so like libraries are very crucial to like movie making. So I say this like as somebody who has had family members that have had their life stories kind of made into a documentary and i think it's so much better when a third party like sort of an objective third party comes in yeah and takes care of it yeah i would agree with that yeah i don't know if i agree with it but i i think the way this movie was packaged it doesn't make sense that she was the narrator i agree with that i would have if she produced it fine you can totally EP it. Yeah. If this was about all four brothers, I agree she should not be the right. voice. And, like, she could be interviewed for it, and she can have her say, but not have it be so overly tinted. I didn't think her is director of the next category. Yeah. Okay. I didn't... Can we just <laughs> slide right into that? 
slide right into direction choices. didn't think her direction was that good either. Like, I thought it was, it, like, jumped over decades. Yeah. It made no mention of very central characters to their story. Like, it was just about her perception of Harry Warren. Yeah. Here's one thing for you to know. I'm going to ruin this for you, Don Well. Spoiler alert. Um, Spoiler alert. They they sort of set up in the beginning that we know that Warner is not their real name, right? So she saved this name reveal for the very, very end of the film when we have not even thought about it for over an hour. She hasn't mentioned it in 90 minutes, and at the end she's like... Now we're gonna find out what my real last name is. And it was so I forgot all about that. So fucking inconsequential. So the whole story didn't make any sense to put in the conclusion. How did how did it how did she lead into it though? How did she come in? She doesn't. You just cut to a scene of her calling like a distant cousin, and she's like, "Hi, is this my relative? What's my last name?" And then she like tells her and spells it for her, and that's it. And then the movie's over. Five minutes. Five minutes out of nowhere. Yeah, this is that doesn't sound like a good way. To That's really weird. Yeah. She should have just put it in like we know it's not Warner, and then like have the phone thing to be like it was Wonkalosser, and then enter in oh they were persecuted. Yeah, and, and since and, you have an animator yeah. there, how about you animate the spelling on the screen for us because she's like W O S E, and I'm like whoa, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like, what's going on? Something long in Polish. Well, by then I had already looked up the Wikipedia page, so I knew the answer because mm. that was 2008. Again, simpler times. Simpler times. Way simpler. Yeah. Speaking of simple times, um, the music. There was a lot of hokey, weird. It was kind so of weird. ragtime. So Be prepared. No, in the end, they made some that. very <laughs> deliberate choices that were fucking strange. Are you thinking of the knockoff Randy Newman yes, song? Yes, 100%. Yo, that shit was fucked up. It was like some Randy Newman in. Per, it was like an I want to hear of this. Randy Newman. I wish I had a clip of it. I don't. It's the Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Honestly, that would have been better. Albert is missing. We don't know where he went. <laughs> but Jack that. is around. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Albert is missing. If anyone's seen Albert, <laughs> please contact us. He's probably 120 years old he's now. Old. Yeah, he's born like 80. <laughs> Don't buy Tesla. <laughs> no, but buy Tesla because it saves the environment. <laughs> Oh my like, god, that was brilliant. Why aren't you a Randy Newman impersonator? I don't know. <laughs> That's my first time ever impersonating Randy Newman. You I like that. You have a I debuted there. it here. You know what I mean? I like that. There's a lot of potential there. I saved it for the end too. <laughs> Stick around for the Randy Newman. Oh good. So the music was fucking weird. The music was so fucking weird. Um, the budget and quality. There's only a very few, high. Very high, except except that in animation. The, not not even just the animation. There were a couple of times when they were interviewing the relatives. Uh, Cass interviewed her mom, Betty, mm-hmm. and, like, some weird aunt, and uh, Lena or whatever. Lita. No, Lena's the daughter. Lita was the 18-year-old child bride. Oh, okay. Sorry, the names are so Lena. similar. Anyway, Lena, Lita? I remember yeah. Cleo. That's too much. Yeah. yeah, like, she named her, like, what the fuck? So, um, there are a couple moments where there are, is a two-camera setup. And one of them was shot in HD, and the other was, was not. not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think she didn't realize that was happening. What kind of decision was that? <laughs> Maybe they were like, "We'll decide later," we and have, then she just like used both. We have this camera and my phone. We're gonna shoot on both. On, if it was a phone, it, it would have been better. Wow. Again, two thousand eight. It was a different time. Yeah. 
it was it was bad. That's the only. Otherwise, it was very really, high quality. I mean, she had Super such access quality. to all this archival yeah. footage and all this stuff was all these film clips from like Public Enemy mm-hmm. and, and all these um, really expensive clips. Anybody else, <laughs> it would be like and family films and family photos yeah. and things you couldn't. Honestly, I would have. I would pay so much money to give this the Ken Burns treatment. Like, mm. give me a six, eight episode arc about the Brothers Warner with some zoomed in stationary or photos. Or even just like the, the, the five studios and how they sure, came Sure, fine. Yeah, because it, it sounds like a, a very selfish film that focused on one thing as opposed to like the breadth of the yeah. whole family. Selfish right. is a strong word, but yeah. yes. I mean, she had, it was her grandfather, so, like, I get it. Again, if she'd packaged it as the story of Harry Warner, mm-hmm. well, I would be more on board. That's why I say selfish, because it wasn't. Like, if, if it was, it, it, it it's misleading to say it is misleading. the brothers Warner, and they were like, ah, oh, psych, I got you guys here, yeah. but it's all about Harry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cool, make it about Harry then. Don't just tell exactly. us about one thing. Exactly. It's, it's you would still learn about the Warner brothers, but it would be from a, a clearer perspective. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I would still be on board with that. Um, did we learn anything? I did. <laughs> Let me tell you guys. I had no idea what this film was about. And I can tell you. Wow. Harry's the star. Harry just is like the star. Just like One Direction. Just like One oh. Just like, and just like the royal family. Oh, Harry's shit. the star. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Shots fired. Also, I also learned that there's a fake Randy Newman song. Yeah. So, I it's learned bad. a lot. I learned a lot. Are you really going to go home and watch this tonight? I really hope you do. He is uh, never going to watch it's it. It's Amazon Prime, so yeah. I, have, I have to sign up for Amazon Prime. Wow, Jesus Christ, Jesus you're never going to watch it. Just, like, don't, honestly don't. It's uh, not worth it. I can recommend a lot better documentaries than this. But I'm, I'm moving, so I have to get Amazon Prime to get stuff delivered, so I'm going to watch this thing. Yeah. yeah. If you insist. So, snooze factor. High. Pretty High. I've got to say, I did not I've, fall asleep. Although I have in other times, how many times did it take you to watch this? All well, the way through. All the way through once. You didn't fall asleep halfway through. Well, no. The first time I put it on, I put it on for sleepy time stuff. However, I did get woken up because there are a lot of movie clips and weird song choices that are weird song choices. they stir yeah. your slumber. They stir you from sleep. <laughs> stir the slumber. That's a good album name. Stir your slumber. I've just got to say that I haven't fallen asleep once during this podcast. <laughs> That's a good sign. Normally, so, guests fall asleep immediately. So <laughs> I can say that the snooze factor is pretty low for me. Great. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. It was nice to hear. Um, very engaging. Very enlightening. <laughs> Final thoughts and recommendations. I'd recommend it offhand. <laughs> Everybody, go what? watch this film. Shut yes. the fuck up. Sign up for Amazon Prime. Oh, Read the Wikipedia. Dory will text you a clip of the trailer. <laughs> Even text you a clip of the trailer. No, a, a clip of the blooper reel. She's gonna text it to you before you watch it, guys. Run out and see this. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Are you gonna get my phone it. number so that they can Absolutely. text me for that clip? Don't see it. <laughs> my clip is five 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 eight six seven five three zero nine. Bingo. Eight six seven five three. Wait, no. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Yo. Randy hits. Newman sings the hits. Yes, but like, you know, like there's no tears left to cry. Oh, no, Jesus. So I'm picking it up. I can't do nope. it. No, no, no. See, I told you, accents are getting much worse. They're getting better. 
Anyway. Mate, my British one's getting real good. Make you mug me off. Nope. You mugging me off. Overall impressions. Overall impressions. What happened? Do you watch Love Island? What happened? (laughs) See, his reaction to your accent was what happened. (laughs) It just took such a turn. Are you mucking me off? Overall reactions. Is that where we were? Final thoughts and recommendations. Okay. No recommend. No recommend. I recommend it. What do you say? My, I'm kind of in the middle. I think if you're curious about the music industry and its history. Movie. Then, yeah. The like, movie industry. The movie industry. Did I say music? Yes. You did say music industry. Cool. About the movie <laughs> industry. I looked at it. I'm looking at the words. If you're curious about the movie industry, listen to You Must Remember This. Don't watch this fucking yeah. movie. You're yeah. not going to learn shit. No. You barely learn all the movies the WB makes. But what about learning Harry? Great. Sure. I learned that. Yeah. So. But I will say, out of the eight episodes, this is the eighth episode, there are so many other documentaries that we've that we've watched that will make you smarter, like the George Wool documentary or the Farthest, which is about the Voyager <laughs> space. Yeah, that will make you smarter. Yeah, like it makes you. That's why a lot of the time I watch these documentaries, and you feel the same. Christina, sure, absolutely. That we watch them in to learn and also be entertained and maybe slumbered, slumbered. Usually I'm like under the influence yeah. and I want to be amazed, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Slumbered is a good word. Slumbered. Slumbered. So yeah, like this was not the most enlightening documentary, but it was fine. So, I'm so glad you brought up that your family's documentary. I completely forgot about that. And honestly, if you want to watch a heartwarming tale Aww. of like a family in Hollywood, watch that. Is that on Amazon What's Prime? What's that called? It might be on Amazon Prime. It's called Harold and Lillian. Watch Harold Colin, and Lillian. A Fuck Hollywood love story. Yes. And it was made by Daniel Rame, who is a great director and a very good friend of the family. And, um, yeah, I don't know where you can watch it, but look into it. because It's touching. It's, like, it's even nice. if I wasn't friends with you, like, it is a touching yes. documentary with some fantastic animation mm-hmm. that is very consistent all the way through the film. Yeah. And it really is, like, their story, the story of my family, of their family, my family too, is is kind of crazy. However, they don't really get into the fact that a lot of these the the offspring from Harold and Lillian are kind of like Wah! they don't really get along. Uh, being at that premiere was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> touch and go, touch and go, a little touch and go. Um, this documentary yeah. is very middle of the road. I think. Yeah. Super, super, it's like a C. That's what it gets. It gets a so C. you're telling me I shouldn't watch this? I don't think no, you no, should. No, no, you should watch it. You should have watched it two weeks ago. Yeah, no, you should have watched it yesterday. I have to yes. watch it because I should have watched I have yeah, to sure. watch it to to uh, uh, backtrack my preparation. Yes. So, Don, this is the moment now where you get to plug things. This is your moment. This is this it. This is my moment. So I need a power strip to plug things into. Uh, wow. I have a lot of things wow. coming out. Um, Tanya Morgan will be performing at Industry City on September the 14th. Industry City of uh, down, like, Brooklyn. Oh my god, that's like, my birthday. Really? Yes. It's a gift for you. Surprise. Thank you so much. Oh my god. Thank hey, you. Hey, 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 I'm turning 30. Jesus. You you want it. I don't know what the song sounds like. No, but you but. really need to, like, flush that out. I think there's a lot of potential. <laughs> Work on your Randy Newman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Industry City, that's, like, kind of near where the Bed Bath & Beyond is in Brooklyn. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be us, people under the stairs, Master Ace and Marco Polo. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. Rapping. Rapping. I interviewed half of those people when I was working at undergroundhiphop.com. Ugh. 
such a weird name for an Ugg. Ugg. It was a weird time in my life. Ugg. <laughs> okay, shout out to Ugg for all the support, but Ugg. They not did. They weird. love Tanya Morgan. They fuck with us. I will say Ugg.com, lo- when I was there, like 2009, 2010, they were fucking real hard with Tanya Morgan. They still do. Um, so we've been performing there. Um, shouting right. this screen is the next one, September the 20th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Definitely go to that listeners. Alamo Draft House is the best place on the planet. Yeah. I if, can't recommend it enough. It's so great. If you're in Germany, I'll be in Hamburg the night before. Fuck yeah. Yes, the night before? The night before. I live a crazy life. Oh my God. No wonder you didn't watch this movie. A lot of stuff. Is it going to be you? Last time I went to Shouting at the Screen, it was only Don Will and not Wyatt. Wyatt will be, Wyatt's back because the show, uh, Wyatt's next problem areas, his TV show, mm-hmm. it's it's off right now. So he's back for this, this episode. Maybe he'll be back in October. Mm. The show gears up soon, so we'll see. Okay. Um, I don't know who the special guest will be. What else is happening? TBD special guest. <laughs> TBD. And every Monday night, I'm at Littlefield for the Butterboy Comedy Show with sometimes upon it, sometimes made, and sometimes Joe. I have not been to that, but I want to go. Come, you you live you. literally down the street. Is it at Union Hall? It's at Littlefield. Oh, Littlefield. I'm looking at the Hennessy really just like. Did it now. What, where can people find you on the internet? Mm. Oh. What are your you handles? You can find me at, on Twitter at Donwill, D-O-N-W-I-L-L, mm. on Instagram, same thing, mm-hmm. dot me. And on the internet at donwill.me. Great. Donwill.me. And that's or you can email website. me at, what's the email for the podcast? Jo- you know, at gmail.com, yeah. which is also where you can find me because I'm not on the internet. Email me at you not? Well, my husband did a few weeks ago make an Instagram on my phone because he was getting so mm. fed up. And so, I haven't used it yet, but my handle is CC, do you love me? So you didn't know that I messaged you saying, are you seeing this right now? No, I have no idea you messaged me. I've never opened it. You're not on any sites. I'm on, I mean, like, I have Facebook, and, like, my that Twitter is private. But not for randos. Chillers only, no randos. Chillers only? I like yeah. I'm on Snapchat. A, Snapchat's my preferred platform. I don't fuck with that Snapchat. Because it goes away in five seconds. Chillers only, no randos is a mantra that was uh, developed it's by... It's basically BU's slogan. Like, it, no, Diptesh Sony is a guy that we went to college with. Dip, uh, tish, shout out to Diptesh. Diptesh. Shout out to Dip. Dip also stole all the answers for our IR class for every test, and that's how we passed. Shouts to Dip. We don't talk about Shout out to Dip. Oh, we should. But thanks for giving me. I fuck with his name. He's awesome. He's a cool guy. But yeah, Chiller's only no randos. If you're, if Christine does not know you personally, she's not gonna accept that. What do I care about you? I'm I'm impressed by the fact that you're not online. It. I I honestly like could not care less what strangers think. It's impressive. It's not important. I fuck with it. Thank you. But I'm not. So you can please follow me, please. I need your validation. Um, I'm at D-O-R-Y-W-C-D, like white chocolate drizzle. <laughs> please follow me. I need it. I want it. I, I thought it was drop, not drizzle. Are you fucking kidding oh me? Oh, my God. We've known each other for years at this point. My bio, the first thing on my Twitter bio is white chocolate drizzle on Instagram. Her thing is like drizzle. You know, so here's the thing. It. I'm a blind follower. I just follow you regardless. So I don't have to know what your name means. I just follow you. Well, you can follow me at CC. Do you love me? CC. Do you love me? That was Neil's choice. Or if you really want to follow me, follow my husband at Rockwright. Thank you. Yeah, shout out to Neil. What's his name? At Rockwright. Rockwright? Yeah. You will meet Neil. He's a fantastic human being. Yeah. What up, Neil? What up, Neil? What up, Neil? Great friend of the show. Hi, Neil. Hi, Neil. Hi. Here's here's the Randy (laughs) Newman air horn. (laughs) 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 
Dude, you should record that and sell it. Like, just the clip. Just That's like your micro-impression. Micro-impressions are such a thing Ooh. now. You should, that's your micro-impression. Oh, Yo, yeah, Randy Newman is a DJ. That's great. I love that. Oh. I'm going to have to flesh this out. Dude, we can help you. We're yes. at your disposal. This is gold. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Christina, I love you. I love you. Oh, my God, Dad, well, I love you. I love you guys, too. Love I love you, you. too. Love you. Okay, I love you for love listening. You. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. And uh, we'll love talk you. to you soon. Love you. Okay, bye. Love you. Peace.